Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man of the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, I've got Jared. How are you? Very good, thank you. You're sounding loud and clear. You bought a new microphone. Yes, yeah. I thought I'd, uh, I thought I'd invest. Oh, now. good, man. So I've told you what to keep you on now. You've um, bought yourself a microphone. <laughs> it, it might resell for better than I bought it. That's true. That's true. Um, Emma, are you speaking to us from your microphone, having been on three years? The, the one that's on my iPad, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh! Broke, don't fix it. Three years. Is it not tomorrow three years since um, you were in Liverpool? Oh. PTS flashback. <laughs> flashback. That'll be flashback. a yes, shall it? <laughs> Saturday night and select the way you move. Divakarigi. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. And it will be Saturday night, won't it? <laughs> right, okay, this week we... Huh? You want me to support them in the Champions League final. Well, I swear to God. Are you going to be cheering for the ref? Yes. <laughs> I'm supporting for whoever performs before the game starts. <laughs> Where is it? Paris? Like David Getter or somebody? Excellent. Vanessa Parody. I don't know. Someone French and singy. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Charles de Gaulle. Um, right. He's dead. Is he? Oh, damn. <laughs> it's like a weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> Why don't we like Timo Courtois? He'll be there anyway, won't he? Nobody know the difference. Uh, right, okay, so Champions League Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, we're going to be talking about the semi finals. Europa League is recording on a Friday. Um, we're going to be talking about leagues around Europe this weekend, news and the Premier League. So we'll start off with the Champions League. We'll start off with the Champions League in Spain on Tuesday night as uh, Villarreal lost 3-2 at home to Liverpool, uh, 5-2 on aggregate. They took a 2-0 lead through Dion Coquelin, um, a 2-0 up at half-time. Uh, four goals from Fabinho, Diaz and Mane in the second half saw uh, Liverpool home. Um, Villarreal needed a good start to keep their noisy fans on side and they certainly got one, didn't they, Emma? They were perfect for 47 minutes. <laughs> 47 minutes. Yeah, but again, really good. against this Liverpool team, you've got to be perfect every moment, haven't you, unfortunately? Uh, unfortunately for them, yeah. Um, but I was I was really proud of them. And I, I remember uh, that you told me about that um, guy on the radio who said that they were a disgrace. And it's like, oh, <laughs> Jason Kundi, yeah. Yeah, um, what an asshole. 
Uh, did you think when it got to turn up, you think, oh, this is on, or did you yeah. think, yeah? Wouldn't you? I mean, I bet Jurgen Klopp was shitting it. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, he said they were sort of calm at half time, and you know, the players knew what was wrong and how to fix it and all that sort of stuff, which I suppose is maybe wise after the event, but. Um, he's. <laughs> but Liverpool looked really rattled in that first half. They were making mistakes. There was one pass um, in the first half from Virgil van Dijk to uh, Andy Robertson, and it sort of went skewed out for a throw mm-hmm. because they were properly rattled, weren't they? I have not seen Thiago give the ball away so much in the last five years than he did in that game. Yeah. It was wild. Well, at least for the first 47 minutes, anyway, it was wild. Yeah, and then they got the goal back through Fabinho, didn't they, Jared? And this sort of feeling of the game changed from there, didn't it? Yeah, I think um, Villarreal just... I think they went... They just wanted to get a win. I don't think they were looking at getting it back to a draw. I think they... You could see they just went all out at the start. Yeah. Make make Liverpool just kick the ball long. And then, yeah, as soon as Liverpool found a way through... I couldn't, I couldn't see him stopping it. Yeah, pre-game, Jurgen Klopp said that Liverpool had to be, uh, quote-unquote, prepared to suffer. And of course, they did. Um, but Danny Pereiro and Gerard Moreno, they went close before Liverpool scored. And I guess with that and the uh, goalkeeping errors, Emma, it's a case of that they'd oh be, they would they would yeah, be kind of... Yeah, to talk about that guy. Yeah, I, can, I guess the problem is, is you never want to walk off a football pitch thinking, well, oh, what have I... You know, I wish I hadn't done X, Y and Z and... <laughs> I guess there's a few players that maybe would be thinking that when they came off. Liverpool didn't really win that game. Villarreal lost it. I mean, really lost it for them. I mean, I... What's, sorry, was he like normally? Is he normally he's, like that? or? Yeah, he's like that all the time. He's a terrible goalkeeper. He shouldn't be anywhere near that team. Oh, right, so this isn't, he's not normally sort of quite steady and had no, a rush of blood. not new. Okay. <laughs> by no means this is new. He didn't just like, he didn't just, you know, panic in the big occasion. No, absolutely not like this all the time. I felt a bit sorry for him because he was blamed for the Fabinho goal. And, and I know it sort of went sort of through his legs or near post or something, but I mean, it was smashed at him really hard. Obviously, the Mane goal is sort of indefensible, but I did sort of feel for him getting blamed for that first one. Why? Mm. Not made of glass. Uh, I know, but when someone smashes the ball at you, incredibly <laughs> you hard. Really hard. Stand in the way. <laughs> yeah, but it might hit his face. <laughs> not the face. Not oh, the face. How terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, and then at halftime, it was uh, Luis Diaz that replaced Jota, uh, and Diaz seemed to make the difference. He has done so much since he's arrived, hasn't he? Yes pretty crazy how much of a difference he makes it's i think he just you've always needed someone to back up for, for Mane and salah yeah and he just he brings that energy that you know you just you just need halfway through a game or just bring on yeah i mean when he just come on we were t- still two nil down and i think he tried a scissors kick or something from across he was just like oh my god please oh, yeah, I, gonna go, <laughs> I know it's just like please don't do things like that is it right that he can win Six trophies personally if Liverpool win the quadruple because he's um, already won two with Porto or Sporting wherever he came from he came from Porto where are Porto in um... <laughs> Liga Nosh <laughs> let's have a look <laughs> of course <laughs> uh, let's have a look you two keep talking about this game otherwise it's sort of filler <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
good Googling there. <laughs> Portuguese Premier League. Let's have a look. Yeah, Porto are top by uh, 14 points. And I think they won the cup. Ah, okay. So maybe he gets those. Yeah, so oh, you never guess who the top three teams in Portugal are. Benfica, Sporting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Porto. <laughs> who would have thunk it? Never could have guessed. Um... Did Liverpool get lucky in this game, or uh, once they got that Fabinho goal, it was sort of a sense of normal service resumed, and maybe over the course of the second half they deserved to win the, the tie for the game? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that was just luck. I think just they, like, like you said, they, they worked out half time how to stop them, and then just as, as soon as you, you, you work out how to beat someone, then the players they have at Liverpool compared to Villarreal are just. They're going to blow them away, I think. Yeah. Um, Shall we move on to the main event? Following day. Emma, you, you, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to talk, say nice things about Real Madrid here. Real Madrid 3, Manchester City 1. Okay, so... Um, Manchester City opened the scoring through Riyad Mahrez. Everyone thought, well, this is it. They're pretty much there. Um, Rodrigo scored in the 90th minute with Madrid's first shot on target. Uh, Madrid behind in this game or in this tie from um, the second minute of the first leg to the 90th in the second. <laughs> That's just the nuts thing, that isn't it? Um, Karim Benzema with the 95th minute uh, penalty. Um, he has now scored more goals this season than Wolves. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, 100, 178 minutes Manchester City are led for. Um, Real Madrid didn't have any shots on target until the 90th minute. Yeah. And of course, they could have won it. I mean, Rodrigo could have got that hat-trick, couldn't he, in in injury time? Yeah, he could, yeah. <laughs> Which would have been funny. I mean, I was uh, I was talking about Madrid. If you look at this Madrid back in September, they lost at home to Sheriff of Moldova, didn't they? And then someone did sort of... <laughs> and someone said, well, Liverpool are only in this because of um, Alisson's header against West Brom last year. And, you know, the sort of fine lines... That, yeah, the fine lines that you sort of get you over uh, or you, know, you sort of face to um, to sort of progress in these competitions um, and the other thing as well for the for Rodrigo's second goal that header the header came from a deflection as well didn't it it was a cross on Carvajal someone flipped it on to um, Rodrigo and I don't think the per I don't think Rodrigo was expecting the flick on but he still managed to score as well I mean it was the finest finest of margins wasn't it yeah and the header's just actually to direct it like that especially for when you can't see the ball and it takes deflection it's yeah. just it's, it's a class goal and of course the um, we're talking fine margins uh, Jack Grealish had the opportunity beforehand um, he had the I, I, I sort of did a uh, a screen of the of the, um, of the sort of, uh, of, of, the, of the action um, because he'd beaten Courtois with his shot and it was only was it Militao on the line that cleared it, and it, it, we're talking millimeters from the ball being over the line. Phil Foden was stood on the goal line, ready to tap in, and of course he didn't go in. And then Courtois makes that save with his feet just a couple of seconds after that. And these are the margins you have to deal with, aren't they? Emma? They are. Uh, can I say that um, Jack Grealish looks exactly like Keira Knightley and bend it like Beckham? <laughs> just... <laughs> He this does. is what I think of every time I see him. It's just, it, I can't, I cannot unsee it. <laughs> and uh, Timo Courtois. Um, I, I don't want to say, I don't want to say I 
Mm -hmm. But last week on this podcast, I told you they'd do that. (laughs) (laughs) You did, didn't you? (laughs) I told you this would happen. (laughs) Um, It happens every time. And Pep is forever cursed in the Champions League. Do you think think this is it? This is like some sort of Bella Gutman curse. Yeah, he's, he's, he's bad juju. He needs, a, <laughs> he needs an exorcism. Jared, um, have you ever lost a, a game from a similar position and what did the manager say to you after we came in? Um, actually, we did this season. Did you? We, uh, yeah, it wasn't for our team, but we were. it was the last game of the season and um, we were playing the local rivals in Cardiff Uni. And our second team and our third team were in the same league, and I was playing for the thirds. And we were one nil up the whole game. Scored early on. I oh, know. I think we're two nil up. They score like midway through the second half, but it's comfortable with five at the back, you know. And um, the last kick of the game, a corner. They head the ball in, get a draw, and that's all that they needed to uh, win the league over our second team. And it was the last kick of the game, and just it literally dropped in the box the ball as well. But. Uh, the manager just said, um, he said, well, it's not our team, so um, let's just <laughs> celebrate. It was a good season for us. Brilliant. <laughs> Is this the same one that likes going on the pop around Southampton on the minibus? Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't mind, yeah. <laughs> he seems a very laid-back manager. Yeah, he's, it, it's, it's good fun. It's not uh, the most serious game. <laughs> um, Timo Courtois getting one over on Kevin De Bruyne again, Emma. It's not his first time. No. <laughs> um, were you hoping he was going to put in the penalty as well? Yeah, I'm so disappointed he didn't. <laughs> that would have been fabulous like... if he did. <laughs> like, come on, Kareem, come on. <laughs> he did it to make it 4-3. Have the ball. Come on. Ramos would have done it. so sad. <laughs> Ramos would have done. Would. He absolutely would. <laughs> um, did we think it was a penalty? A penalty? Yes. Yeah. It was incredibly clumsy. Yeah, uh, yes, it did seem to be a bit. Um, if Pep leaves without having won the Champions League with Manchester City, do we either think he would have failed in his mission at City? No. No. Uh. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> no. How? No. Do you not think that... Is that, how, is that how we judge success now? Well... Not dominating their own league. A bit, do you not no, think... not successful enough, but... Winning I... the Champions League is everything. I mean, I 100% agree with you. I'm just playing the role of devil's advocate here. But um, do you not think that sort of City were trying for Pep a couple of years before he even arrived? You know, the, the whole thing was built around and getting um, Tixia Bagheerestein, or however the hell you say it. Um, and... Um, did I say that anywhere near correct? No, but carry on. Go on. How do you say it then? No, no, no. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, they got him in. Um, and, you know, they sort of build the training facilities to sort of Pep's liking as well. They've been very open with the, um, with the transfers that to get for Pep to help him along here. It's been built this project towards Manchester City's project towards getting the Champions League and getting Pep was a huge part of that. Does any of you think that if he doesn't win it, that maybe he has um, sort of failed in some way. No, I, I don't. I don't think so at all. I don't think that you can throw that at him. I, I think it would be very unfair. Yeah. To suggest that he's a failure. And you, you agree, Jared? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, there'll be some part of the the club in him. He's just obviously you want to win a Champions League. You're he's he's almost been dominating world, well, and, and Europe just without actually doing it. Yeah. Someone said that um, oh, uh, that this the way that Manchester City have exited the Champions League has been very similar under Pep. So they had the the. Uh, the semi-finals under Mon- against Monaco, um, where they um, they were ahead after the first leg. I think it was five-three or something, and conspired to lose. They lost to Liverpool. Okay, fair and square because Liverpool were very good. Um, they also lost to Lyon as well, didn't they? Uh, in sort of dramatic circumstances. And do you remember um, Raheem Sterling had that free chance from about a yard out and missed an open goal? Um, it happens a lot under Pep, where they're in a strong position in this stage of the Champions League and they don't make it much further or they can't get over that final step obviously when they were in the final it was his fault for tinkering with stuff Mm. that they didn't win it so you're saying it is his fault that (laughs) he has failed that was that (laughs) certainly was his fault yeah okay um where do you both stand with um, Carlo Ancelotti conferring with Tony Cruz and Marcelo on the pitch about what substitutions to make? Did you see that? I didn't notice that. No, okay, so this is just before... Carlo's probably still hung over from the weekend anyway. <laughs> so this was just before the um, the full-time whistle in 19 minutes. Um, uh, Ancelotti was seen deep in conversation with Tony Cruz and Marcelo as to what to do. And he seemed to be sort of making a sort of very sort of collegiate attempt at his sort of management by taking their advice on board and you know are we moving away from the manager being the sort of autocratic be all and end all is is it refreshing to see him taking advice from his senior players i think that's just how he operates as a manager really i think the way he is he's just he's a man manager really instead of like he's he's not going to tactically blow you away but he knows how to get the best out of his players yeah, I think that must be one of the ways he's just—he's not on the pitch and he gets advice from people on it. So, Emma Jarrod just said that Ancelotti is a tactical fraud. Do you mean do you agree with that? <laughs> um, I mean, it's hard to say that when he's won. <laughs> no, I'm pulling his leg. <laughs> as much as he has. <laughs> um, I think he might be okay at tactics. He's probably got. I think he's probably fine. <laughs> uh, Diddy Haman said, you uh, you can't win games on a tactics board. Obviously, a digger there. Um, Peach Michael said, Real Madrid have got, quote, unquote, no right to be in the Champions League final. They were the poorest team by a mile. Um, I thought that was Villarreal. No, no, this is talking about Real Madrid. Um, Did he mean in the whole competition or just in that match? I think he meant just in this match, I think. Uh, well, then he's not wrong. No, and it's worth going on YouTube to look up um, the final whistle with Peter Drury commentary. Uh, Peter Drury, who's always very good, who probably still brings you out in hives after the Roma game, though commentary there, though. But, but you know, we don't talk yeah. about that. <laughs> um, right, so the final then. So Mo Salah said he wanted Real Madrid because of 2018 revenge. Um, I've got a horrible feeling. <laughs> I got a horrible feeling at the end of the final. The statistics are going to read uh, Liverpool nil, Real Madrid one. Liverpool seventy-five percent possession, eighteen shots. Real Madrid two shots, one on target. Karim Benzema penalty, ninety-first minute. Yeah, Benenka. Exactly. I got a feeling. Oh. 
got a horrible feeling that the final is going to be uh, very much like that. Has anyone seen um, uh, Muhammad Ali's Rumble in the Jungle fight against Joe Fra- uh, against um, not Jeff Fraser, George Foreman? Yeah, you've seen that, have you? So basically, yeah. he does he does the rope dope where he sort of stands on the ropes for eight rounds and takes the pummeling of George Foreman, and then after performance yeah, sort of tied himself out, he floors him, doesn't he? That's going to be yeah, the yeah. final. <laughs> Liverpool are just going to be George Foreman attacking Real Madrid for 90 minutes and then Real Madrid are going to get one thump and knock him out. Well, wouldn't be a bad show. We should, um, we should, we should do, we should do it live. We should, like, do a live stream. I'm going to get blackout junk. I'm going to be good quality value. <laughs> we should have to get... It's my least favourite thing that could happen. The two teams you hate the most. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, I have to support Liverpool because in this instance, they are the lesser evil. And as I told Ali in our WhatsApp group, um, last time I supported Liverpool against them, they did lose. So... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, okay. So guys, do you reckon going to win in the final? Real Madrid. Yeah. Jared? Uh, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm gonna. I have to say Liverpool. I think. Oh, that's good, lad. Two more stats for you before we go. Um, or not before we go. Before we move on to the next topic. Um, this could be the uh, if Ancelotti wins um, the Champions League, um, there won't have been a decade since the 1970s where he's not won the European Cup or Champions League. Ethical <laughs> uh, fraud, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, um, if Real Madrid do win, Gareth Bale could end the month with as many Champions League wins as Barcelona, Emma. And he's really deserved this one by playing all that golf. <laughs> right, OK, uh, we're going to move on to the Europa League. So, uh, first of all, we're off to Germany as Frankfurt beat West Ham 1-0. Uh, a goal through uh, Raphael Bohr in the 26th minute. Was it a hammer blow? Lol. Um, <laughs> they win that 3-1 on aggregate. Sorry, I'm here all week. That was <laughs> uh, Aaron Cresswell with a red in the 17th minute. Has anyone seen this? Uh, I haven't, but I heard he got sent off for something similar in the round before, maybe? I think he did. He got sent off for the exact same thing against Leon, so he can't really have any uh, yeah. complaints. You'd have thought he'd have learned his lesson. <laughs> Initially given a yellow, uh, he must have been the happiest man on the pitch, and the referee sort of... Uh, ran over to the pitch side, wanted to have a look, and then got his yellow card out and did that thing with his hands where he said, I'm cancelling this, and then he had to do the walk of shame off again. Uh, David Moyes, anyone seen how David Moyes reacted to it? Yes. Have you seen uh, this, have you? <laughs> God, what happens? Yeah. So he, the, he asked for the ball from the ball boy, and he just sort of dribbles it towards him, and um, it's set up quite nicely for a volley to hit the ball boy with. <laughs> he smashed the ball. I mean, if he'd connected with the ball, boy, it could have properly hurt him, I think. Oh, yeah, that would <clears throat> Yeah. So, yeah, he was a great man that did that and then got sent off by the referee. Uh, did you see his explanation afterwards? Was it that it did set up nicely? Or... Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it, it was quite a cringeworthy moment because he said, um, it was it was nicely on the volley for me. And then he sort of smiled, expecting sort of banterous laughs from the other journalists. And there was just complete silence. And then he was, went, oh, um, yes, I am sorry. 
<laughs> he didn't sound like a man who was very sorry. Um, Frankfurt fans at the end all ran on the pitch. They all seemed to have a good time, didn't they? Yeah. Is this, have they got further than this before in Europe? I'm not. I think they got to a final a very long time ago. Um, 70s or 80s, I think they got to the final. Um, and Archer Vintut, who was the German correspondent for The Guardian, said that this is possibly the best forward line for Frankfurt since they had uh, Rebic, Jovic and Haller. Um, so hopefully some signs of uh, positivity there. Um, Declan Rice, who saw Declan Rice as well get involved with the referee as they walked off the pitch at the end? He said that um, that there was corruption involved. Yes. <laughs> Ball claim. Ball claim. Yeah. Well, he said he said he said the referee was rubbing things. He said that to the referees who walked off the pitch, and then he said, "How much are they effing paying?" And then he said, "He's effing corruption." Um, Jared, what's German for Countiopoli? For what? Countiopoli. I don't. It's not. It's not there. I don't but... think he knows what the. That is to start no. with. No, that's fair enough. <laughs> Catch up is when Juventus were found guilty of um, bribing referees. Oh, uh, okay. I have seen um, Real Madrid have a ex-referee on their, their sidelines, apparently. Oh, that's very Real Madrid, doesn't it, Emma? No. Cheating them? <laughs> no. Come on. No. Did that referee pay off their um, their debt for the training ground as well? <laughs> no, the I think they asked him. <laughs> uh, okay. Also in the uh, Europa League, facing um, uh, facing uh, Frankfurt in the final was will be Rangers. Uh, they beat RB Leipzig three one three two on aggregate. That I mean, I watched the highlights of this game. It was absolutely jumping. Ibrox was uh, Jonas Lundstrom with the winning goal after eighty minutes. Um, there was a uh, podcaster on Football Weekly. They got a Rangers fan on today to sort of talk about it and all this sort of thing. Um, he said that when he got home, this Rangers fan, when he got home, he checked his Apple Watch. And at the moment of full time, his Apple Watch told him he'd done 168 beats a minute, his heart. <laughs> and he didn't die? And he didn't die, no. He was obviously a very happy man. Um, yeah, uh, obviously their kit man, uh, Jimmy Bull, died earlier on this week. Um, he'd been at the club for sort of nigh on 30 years. Uh, so Glenn Kamara, after he scored his goal, he kissed the armband. Uh, James Tavernier, who scored the first goal, dedicated the win to uh, Jimmy Bull and also uh, to Walter Smith, former Ra uh, Rangers manager, who died earlier on this year. And also they did this without Kimar Roof or uh, Alfredo Morelos. Uh, and also Ianas Hadji as well, who have all been injured. I think Rufa Morales may be back for the final, but um, that's a magnificent achievement because, I mean, I'll be Leipzig and no mugs, are they? No, I, I didn't. I didn't actually think they were gonna gonna get over Leipzig that by that much. I thought I, I didn't. I didn't watch this, so I, I, I thought that Leipzig were gonna 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 beat them. But I mean, it it was at home for them, so. Yeah, I mean, did you think it was like a sort of McFarmers League, Scotland? Yeah, I thought it was a bit like the Welsh League. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, the, the, I, I automatically think, because I remember Leipzig sort of, you know, they're always sort of in and around the top of the um, uh, the Bundesliga, uh, and I remember them doing very well, I think it was against Spurs in the Champions League, so maybe we're all underestimating Scottish football, are we? Yeah, uh, I mean they've definitely got talent over there. I think it's just, 
I, I wouldn't really say there any any huge names. I mean, the, the star man for Rangers used to play for Coventry City. <laughs> um, doesn't really. Uh, they just they don't really have any names like, you know, your your Salas, your De Bruyne's, players like that. Which yeah. I think probably doesn't help them. Imagine if they, they had De Bruyne. <laughs> <laughs> well, they used to have Brian Laudrup, didn't they? And Henrik Larsson there, right? And Henrik, well, well, he, not Rangers, well, but um, in Scotland. Yeah, Paul Gascoigne they had as well. So, yeah, I mean, they used to be able to attract these sorts of players, didn't they? Um, I won't have a bad word said against my Scottish brothers and sisters because they are pro-independence and they support Catalonia in our independence. Uh, well, the yeah. Scottish... Yeah, wow, I mean, if you know your Scottish football in politics, you know that Rangers are the loyalist club and would very oh, much... Well, fuck them. <laughs> your team Frankfurt, are you? <laughs> Uh, well, after what they did to us, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think the other thing for Rangers as well, if you think Gerard left, left halfway through the season as well, didn't he? So, well done to uh, Giovanni van Bronckhorst, Rangers legend, uh, Barcelona legend, Emma. Oh, uh, yeah, kind of. Not legends a bit strong, but sure. <laughs> I, still want, I still want Frankfurt to win. Yeah. Okay, uh, and in the Conference League, it was um, Roma won Leicester nil. Uh, Tammy Abraham scored with a header. For some reason, they left um, Pereira marking him, one of the tiniest players on the pitch. Uh, they win that game too. Oh, they win that fixture too. One on aggregate. It's their first Euro final since 1991. Um, did we see Jose Mourinho crying at the end? No, he didn't. He, he did. I mean, this was a guy that once called the Europa League some sort of Mickey Mouse Cup. So, I mean, what he makes of the Conference League, I don't know. All of a sudden now it's a big thing for him, do you think? Yeah, and the final for that game is in the glamorous country of Albania. Hello to our Albanian listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Emma does not represent the view of everybody on Man of the Post. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and did we see Claudio Ranieri get a nice uh, reception? Well, I don't know, but he was um, in the crowd and he was spotted on the big screen and, of course, he's managed both of these clubs uh, and they all hold him great affection. So both sides of the, uh, the Leicester and Roma fans gave him a rather nice uh, ovation. Oh, I like him. He seems like a sweet guy. He certainly does. Uh, and finally, if we like a bit of TIFO, a bit of pyro, it was a Marseille nil, Feyenoord nil, 3-2 to Feyenoord and aggregate. Uh, Dimitri Pye missed a couple of uh, early chances, as did Arcadius Milik. Um, but, I mean, there was sort of... Tifo inside the ground, flares outside the ground. Uh, if you watch the first few minutes of the match, it looks like it's, but it's not. It's um, smoke from all the flares. Uh, so it's to be final Roma in the final. I quite like this conference league. It's all right, isn't it? It's a very you competition. <laughs> but I mean, you get <laughs> very much the Asian champions. <laughs> For competition. Hey, well, I won't have a word said against the Philippines Football League, which I've had on this week. Yeah, it's very it's Sri Lankan <laughs> second division. <laughs> but it is, you get to see grounds that you wouldn't normally see, teams you wouldn't normally see, sort of landscapes and backdrops you wouldn't, and then a couple of decent teams in the final, uh, final and Roma as well. In Albania. In Albania? What? What's wrong with Albania? Footballing hotspot. <laughs> you make it sound like it's some sort of peasant backwater. Uh -huh. Silence speaks volumes there, Albanian listeners. <laughs> Sorry, we can't all come hey, from... <laughs> what? I'm pro-Albania. Are you? I'm sure it's great. You don't sound very pro-Albanian. 
to a European Cup final, mm-hmm. right? You, you don't really, you think, sure, this is going to be the maybe it's in Rome or <laughs> Paris or Munich or Stockholm. It's in some like great European city, but it's in Tirana in Albania. Oh, so it's not Albanians you got a problem with it. It's just anyone who's in Tirana. I'm sure it's a great city. Sure, it's fantastic, mm-hmm. but <laughs> doesn't scream European showpiece to me. I don't know. I think you've got to take these. Like, listen, we're going to get into 4018 World Cup territory here, but I think you take it to these places, <laughs> haven't you? To and uh... I disagree with that too. <laughs> well, that's because you're a Barcelona snob because you've got this most <laughs> successful team in football history on your doorstep, and you've won the World Madrid. <laughs> And you had your really successful team this century. Others get to have a go as well. They're just as much a member of UEFA as Spain are. I, I haven't been having any success in any European competition since 2015. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm giving <laughs> my right to be successful in your competition. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so, are you Spanish or Catalan? Let me just ask. Catalan. That. Okay, so, I'm glad you fell into that little trap. They are, I mean, Albania is the... That's true. <laughs> Albania is a member of UEFA. Um, Catalonia isn't, and so maybe it should be hosting. It should be hosting. (laughs) It should be hosting finals ahead of uh, the Camp Nou, then, shouldn't it? By your logic. Well, the Camp Nou shouldn't be hosting anything because it's falling down, and it it, it just it just wouldn't be good for anyone. Uh, Right. Okay. Shall we move on to bits and bobs of leagues? Sure. Okay. Let's start with Spain. So. Top is wound up. Uh, Real Madrid of league champions, uh, 81 points. Barcelona on 66 points. Uh, Sevilla on 64 points. Um, but it gets a bit interesting for the last uh, Champions League play. So Atleti are, um, excuse me, Atleti are on 61 points. Uh, they are three points ahead of Betis, who are chasing them for that last Champions League pace. So uh, both are a bit of a stumble at the moment. So. Um, Atleti have only got four points from their last three games. Betis have only got two points from their last three games. So uh, we've got um, Betis versus Barcelona. Uh, and it is the Madrid derby. Atleti are home to Real Madrid. So tell me about these, Emma. What do you reckon is going to happen? Well, Betis are going to get a nice confidence boost by playing against Barcelona. So that'll be nice. <laughs> um, and is here with the derby is that Atleti need to hope that Real Madrid do not take it seriously because they've already won the league and now they're in the Champions League final. Will, will there be pressure <laughs> on... Even then I worry about them. <laughs> will there be pressure on Ancelotti to play a strong lineup because of the fact it's the derby? Because of what it is. Yeah. yeah. So you can't sort of say, I'm resting my players. You know, people will say, it doesn't matter. You've got to play the best. Uh, yeah, they'll say that, but whether he does that is a different matter <laughs> because he wants to win everything. And they've already won the league, so what's he care? And what about uh, Batista against Barcelona? How do you think that's going to go? Batista at home, aren't they? No somos béticos. Uh, Telebanco. <laughs> that means we are all Betis. Oh, d- yes. Yes, I agreed with you. Yeah, well, we all do on this podcast. Jared, if you've got to be on this podcast, you've got to want good things for Real Betis. Uh, yeah, well, I am. 
I'm doing a save with him on Football Manager, so... Are you? There we go, he's, he's on the bus. Are you? Brexit Bria is on the, uh, the Betis bus. I win the league with Betis, by the way. Yeah, I think it's my third job in uh, two years on it. Is it? God, you're you're like uh, Ranieri or Roy Hodgson then. <laughs> yeah, I just Sevilla wasn't my. Uh, oh no, um, Marseille. Sorry, wasn't my place, and then um, I got sacked within like two weeks of my first job. Did you? Two weeks. Y yeah, what did I just. You do? <laughs> I start. No, I I joined it late, and then they just they weren't great. So. Is there a sleep with the chairman's wife sort of option desktop? Is there rather than the iOS version? No, I just um, I just thought well, Marseille is a bigger club than the one I was at. I can't even remember. Oh, it was um, Torino, I think, and I think they were bottom of the league at the point. Lost all their good players. So, and I'd missed the, the window, so I just thought, well, just just leave. Oh, good man. Um, in Italy, speaking of Torino, uh, AC Milan are on 77 points, Inter on 75, Napoli 70, uh, Juve 69 points. All teams have got three games left. So um, tonight was Inter versus Empoli in about the 85th minute into a winning 3-2. Uh, Hellas Verona play AC Milan, um, Genoa play Juventus, Torino play Napoli. In Germany, uh, Bayern, of course, are champions, 75 points, and Dortmund, 63. Uh, Bayern have used 58 points almost in those Champions League places. There's only a couple of games left. It gets a bit interesting in the fourth spot because you've got Freiburg on 55 points and then Leipzig on 54. They've lost their last two league games, plus they lost that game against Rangers in midweek. So um, you've got Freiburg versus Union Berlin and RB Leipzig versus Augsburg. In France, PSG, of course, top on 79 points, then Marseille, 65 uh, and then it gets a bit more interesting as Rennes are in the last Champions League spot with 62 points. Monaco in the Europa League spot on 62 and then Nice are on 60 points. So um, it's Lille versus Monaco, uh, Lorient versus Marseille, um, PSG versus Troyes and I forgot to write down who Nice are playing. Imagine if it was Brest. Let's have a look. What if it's Brest? It would be Nice-Brest, wouldn't it? Oh, come on. Again, that's a rough one. <laughs> rough breast. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants that. <laughs> no, nobody wants that. We got Nice. No, Nice are at home to Senetti, and Senetti are absolutely gasping for points because they are in the last relegation place, um, and they're two points behind the team fourth bottom. So Nice could have a little tough game there um, with uh, Senetti. Are you of saying it was for Nice? No. <laughs> no. Um... Uh, is it, oh, Saint Etienne, isn't it? They've got, the, they got the goalkeeper whose surname is Vare, and of course, Saint Etienne playing green, don't they? Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. Vare means green in French, Jared. He's language master. Look at that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, right, okay. Um, I'm like the Romlu Lukaku of the podcast. He speaks about eight languages, doesn't he? He does. It's more than your five, Emma, whatever it is. Yeah, you're you're totally like him. Wow, two of you have made two of them have made it with established though. Yes, that's right. <laughs> They're not real languages. It's like Klingon or something. Klingon. Sag nicht noch. Well, that's actually Klingon for uh, Bournemouth beat Forest one 0 to get promotion back to the Premier League. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of wanted Forrest to win. I want Forrest back up. 
uh, being a child of the 80s, I'm very much about Forrest being in the top flight. So um, I guess that's a bit weird, isn't it, Jared? Because for me, Forrest are a huge team. Um, not when Forrest was born, they won the European Cup twice. They were always around the first division um, in the 80s. Then in the Premier League, they went sort of up and down. So they're quite, as far as I'm aware, they're quite a big, significant team. But I guess to you, they're just another lower league club, are they? They're just like a championship team who sort of always push push for Premier League but just never make it to me yeah yeah that's quite interesting how we sort of uh, I mean commentary to me is not a Premier League team but of course you've never seen them to me they're champions of the world champions of the world (laughs) have you been to commentary Emma? Uh, no I have no idea where that is Okay, it's in the Midlands, about 20 miles sort of southwest of uh, of Leicester. The most famous thing that happened in Coventry was a lady rode round on a horse naked once. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Uh, okay, the FA have denied reports that uh, football's coming home will be dropped from the Wembley playlist. Um, they said, quote, unquote, the song belongs to the fans. Um, there you go. Uh, where else have we got? Oh, um, Emma, did you watch the CONCACAF Champions League final? Do you know what? I didn't. What happened? Was it not on telly there? Maybe. ESPN, ESPN, the Ocho. Sure. Uh, just listeners, just so it's you were. movie reference <laughs> listeners out there. Listeners, just so you're aware, Emma's actually, been, Emma's actually in the United States at the moment. I've got no idea whether their sort of Continental Cup final has actually been played on telly or not. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <Well, laughs> I'm not watching it. No. Okay. Would you not bother watching it? I've got other stuff to do. Oh, sorry. Watch your boyfriend lift weights in the gym. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. So, well, for those of us who are interested, Seattle Sounders uh, beat Pumas, uh, Pumas UNAM uh, of Mexico 5-2 in aggregate to win the CONCACAF Champions League. Um, it was 2-2 after the first leg. Uh, they won the second leg 3-0. Um, it's the first time an MLS club has won the competition since LA Galaxy in 2000. So a very important game, Emma. So important. <laughs> Everybody cares. Have you not been to watch any Red Bull games? Talk to the streets. Have you not been to watch any MLS games since you've been there? No. Do you watch it on TV? Are you interested in watching it on TV? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's all right. Do you get much European football? I mean, what 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 football do you get on the TV over there? Premier League. Mhm. There's La Liga. Mhm. I think there's there's um there's 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 whatever the German league's called. Bundesliga. Yeah. Damn it was. Did you get um that word totally went out of my head. Do you get um Central and South American leagues with your Hispanic populations? Uh I think so. I'm not sure. Yeah? Champions League? Yeah. And you don't watch any of it? <laughs> I try not to. <laughs> Great. For the purpose of this podcast. <laughs> Okay, uh, Roy Hodgson has announced he will leave uh, Watford uh, with another Premier League job. Unlikely, he said, I've learnt, uh, I've earned the right to step back and spend some time with my wife and son. Um, Didn't he say that before, though, when I'm he left sh- Crystal Palace? I'm sure we did say that before, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then he spent time with his wife and his son. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, in Bayern Munich news, uh, Bayern have been criticised for a team-building trip to Ibiza, a two-day team-building trip to Ibiza, uh, following a defeat to Mainz in the Bundesliga. And who saw Thomas Muller extend his contract this week? Yes, he recreated his childhood bedroom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's adorable. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I'm guessing Oliver Kahn wasn't in his bedroom when he was 12 years old, but it was in this photo, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Oliver Kahn has visited a lot of bedrooms in his career, hasn't he? But, you know, maybe Thomas Muller's wasn't one of them. For legal reasons. (laughs) Didn't allegedly, allegedly, he miss the birth of one of his children because instead of being in the hostel, he was with one of his girlfriends. Excellent. I'm sure, I'm sure, I mean, allegedly, allegedly, if you're listening, Thomas. Um, Oliver, sorry. Legal reason. <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> yeah, Thomas, Oliver. A uh, couple of Adoras this week. So, in Group A, Palmeiras have qualified for the knockout stages with a 5-0 win over Independiente Petrolero. Do you know what that's, that means, Jared? Um, the winners? Independiente Petrolero. Oh, independent. <laughs> there we go. Uh, okay, what else have we got? Group B, Caracas won uh, Libertadad of Paraguay 0. Uh, uh, the strongest played Paranense. Emma, were they the strongest? God, I hope so. They were. They won 5-0. Woo! Uh, second in that group on five points. Yeah, two points behind Libertad. Um, I always think it's like Libertad or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know they are. Uh, okay, Group E. Deportivo, Cali, Neil Corinthians won. Uh, always ready against Boca Juniors, were they? Well done. They lost 1-0 to Boca. Uh, so Corinthians... <laughs> Corinthians top on 7 points and Boca 6. Uh, then it's DC... Um, not DC. Deportivo Cali. I nearly said DC United. Uh, Deportivo Cali on 5. Uh, and then I was ready on 4. <laughs> then in Group F, Cola Colo in 2nd place because they lost 2-1 at home to River Plate. You're now in 1st. And then finally, she's not here tonight. So, um, Colon. Did I say it right this week? Colón, yeah. Colón, yeah. Colón. <laughs> they, they beat uh, Cheropoteno 2-1, uh, and Olympia beat Panarol 1-0. So, Cheropoteno are top on seven points, joined with Colón. Uh, Olympia on five points, and Panarol. Sorry, Jesse, they're on three points at the very bottom. They can oh. turn it around. They do. Do you think if they come bottom of that, they drop into the Conference League? <laughs> El Ligo Conference eh? All those teams from Bolivia Aragon <laughs> yeah, be good stuff Exactly oh, It'd be good to watch though Man- Venezuelan second division Yeah oh come on Imagine the backdrops Of the landscapes you'd see Oh god It'd be stunning The, the final in Albania <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All these disgusting South American players Walk to Rana Saying this is no fitting location <laughs> yeah but do you remember when i sent you the oceania world cup qualifying you said it was very pretty it was it was gorgeous because they were like tropical pacific islands <laughs> my dust bowl was in downtown lima yeah or eastern european soviet state i don't know brutalism has its own form of beauty doesn't it no no do you not think do you not think? 
Uh, right, okay, Premier League, Saturday, Brentford versus Southampton. Uh, Southampton uh, won uh, their last two games in London. They were against West Ham Spurs. Uh, Brentford got three clean sheets in their last three games. Uh, Ivan Tony has got 12 Premier League goals this season. James Ward Prowse has got nine goals and five assists. There's one for your fantasy Premier League, Jared. Perfect. Who's going to. Yeah, who's, who's going to emerge triumphant out of this one, if anyone? Brentford. You think? Uh, you know I'm on that Brentford train. I have been all season. I know you do, Jared. I think they're great. Um. I think, I think Southampton will, yeah. Okay. Have you still got your house in West London? Is this is this why you're on the Brentford train? Are you going to be cheering for Fulham next year? No. No, but I live like I used to live like ten minutes away from Craven Cottage. Yeah, you're not some sort of international sort of landowner or something. <laughs> no, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Brexit, right? It, well, you're quite right. Leave means leave. Um, some, um, someone, um, oh, I did. <laughs> you left right after we made you, um, someone tweeted, <laughs> someone tweeted this week, um, I think it was earlier on today, it was, uh, I think they retweeted Southampton's press conference with Ralph Hassenhutl, uh, and she sort of quote tweeted saying, every time he speaks, I'm reminded he's our manager, and I don't think it was in a positive way. Um, yeah, I think they might be getting a bit sort of fed up and restless and seeing no progress under him. But he they was... haven't lost nine mil this season. <laughs> That's <laughs> progress. So far. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he was talked about as a uh, Pochettino replacement at Spurs briefly, wasn't he? So was everybody, though. Okay, fair enough. Like, you were, <laughs> I was. <laughs> well, you walked into the Fulham ground as you sort of made your way there one day. I <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't touch it with a barge pole. You're not going to go from west to north London, are you? I'm not, no. No, imagine the tube journeys. I've, I've got standards. <laughs> uh, okay, Burnley versus Aston Villa, three o'clock. Burnley have won their last three. Um, ten points under four games under Mike Jackson, who weirdly isn't nominated for the Premier League Manager of the Month. Um, that's, that's as many as their previous ten under Sean Dyche. God, uh, I'm glad you said month then and not year. <laughs> uh, Villa conceded 22% of their Premier League goals this season in the first 15 minutes and Burnley have scored 19% of their Premier League goals inside the first 15 minutes that's the second most after Manchester City um, this is also the latest time of a season that two teams have met for the first time um, second only yeah this is the latest time in the season two sides have met for the first time so this is um, uh, it goes back as far as 19 1988, when Luton played Forest in the top flight uh, on the 13th of Are May. Are they playing them again next week, too? I don't, I don't think it's too far away that they're playing them. Yeah, there's can't be too many games left. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, i got a feeling for Burnley again, because they seem to be on this good run. Yeah, me too. I don't want them to stay up, because they suck and I hate them. <laughs> uh, but I think they might beat us from Boston. Yeah, Aston Villa play Burnley again on the 19th of May weirdly there's still a round of games to go after that that's stupid <laughs> uh, Jared they are two points above Everton uh, Burnley are uh, having played a game more they, they're by no means safe are they yet no no but if they can carry on that the form that it's just there's so many teams around them 
that it's just got to scrap for any point now. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think this could be a good place to get some points because Villa, uh, they don't strike me as a team that have done particularly well lately. Um, no, they don't really have much to play for at this point. No, they I'm don't. I'm not going to get that Coutinho money, am I? You what, sorry? I'm not going to get that Coutinho money, am I? <laughs> His name's been very quiet for the last few weeks, isn't it? I'm not seeing any money. No. Uh, okay, Chelsea... Versus Wolves, 3 o'clock in the Michael Mancy and Derby. Uh, Omar Hamid Salah uh, has got double figures in the Premier League this season for goals and assists. Uh, he's got 10. Um, hang on. Omar Salah, double figures in the Premier League this season for goals and assists. Oh, yes. You were... Ah, right. Okay. So, Ernie Mohamed Salah has got double figures in the Premier League for goals and assists. Mason Mount has currently got 10 goals and 9 assists. Uh, so close. He's, yeah, mouth-wateringly close. Uh, both teams are in 69%, lol, 69, uh, of their Premier League goals this season in the second half. God, I'm such a child. Um, are you a lesbian? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wolves have lost their last three. Um, Chelsea lost last week against uh, against Everton. So, uh, how do you think this one's going to go? Are Chelsea going to sort of write off the league in the hope that they sort of bumble over the line? Because they're only three points ahead of Arsenal and then sort of save their good performance in the cup yeah, final. They've already done that. Yeah. Given their last few results. Yeah, Tottenham in fifth place. They're only, there's four games left. Tottenham in fifth are on 61 points, five behind Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea aren't catchable, are there, anybody? No, Jared? Mm, no, I think they should just scrape it. Okay, so how do we think this one's going to go, this fixture? I think Chelsea will win. Yeah. Somehow, some way. <laughs> okay. Um, Jared? Um, it, it really just depends on what Chelsea turns up. Just for the sake of I'm going to go Wolves just to try and make a good end of the season for the seventh place. Yeah, okay. Uh, Crystal Palace versus Watford, 3 o'clock derby. Uh, Watford can become the sixth Premier League team to be relegated on four occasions or more. I mean, do any of you want to hazard a guess at the other five? Fulham? No. Sunderland? Yes. Norwich? Yes, they're the most with six. <laughs> it's always. <laughs> West Brom. West Brom, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of those shitty teams that just annoy the fuck out of me. Well, I've got to be honest. In, every two years. In complete irony, um, one of the teams is actually Watford's opponent. So if you were actually listening to me, you might know who Watford are playing this weekend. Oh, Crystal Palace. Yeah. The other one, I don't know if you'll get it or not, it's another northeast team. Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough, well done. So you know where Middlesbrough is, you don't know where Coventry is? Correct. Okay. Why'd wow. you, why'd you, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's a personal slight, Jared, against you. That is. Yeah, it does hurt. Yeah, it seems that. How do you know where Middlesbrough is? Well, because they had Brazilian players and Ravinelli. <laughs> and Guy Scamandietta. And guys come in the <laughs> I adore that man. Uh, okay, since the start of February, only Manchester City and Liverpool have needed fewer goals than Crystal Palace. Um, Palace have won two out of the last five. Watford have lost their last five. So, yeah, they could be down this weekend. Um, I, I can't see anything other than a Palace win, really. I won't miss them. No, I won't either. Um, 
and I've got a horrible feeling they'll be coming back up next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely no doubt. <laughs> see you guys again in two years. Yeah. Uh, anybody else see anything other than a Palace win here? Absolutely not. Just the Palace. No. No. Oh, he saw Wilfred Zaha putting up his FIFA uh, stats today to Patrick Vieira saying, and then he said, You wouldn't have got anywhere near me. It's <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> Does he know that it's not real? <laughs> well, I think Patrick Vieira would have got quite close to Wilfred Zaha, wouldn't he? World Cup winner Vieira. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you wonder if they, their careers must have overlapped at some point, mustn't they? No. Do you not think? When, he's, he... got, he's got a card on the game. But it's a legend card, so it's just really good. Oh, is it? When did yeah. I think? Because Vieira came back, didn't he, to Manchester City? So he retired in two thousand eleven. Maybe they didn't quite cross then. Two thousand eleven. That doesn't feel like there's. Wilfred Zaha. Uh, 2011, 2010. He was at Crystal Palace, but I think they probably. Really? Yeah, but I think they, I think Palace then were a um, Championship club because they were deep in sort of. Uh, they were deep in sort of financial trouble then. Okay. Uh, weirdly, this is his fourth spell at Crystal Palace, if you include loans with Wilfred Zaha. <laughs> Just leave Wilfred. <laughs> Two England was 26 Ivory Coast ones. He's the Diego Costa of um, Ivory Coast. Okay, Brighton versus Manchester United, half past five on Sky. So Manchester United have uh, won their last seven against Brighton in all competitions. Uh, Danny Welbeck has got three and eight versus Manchester United. He's the highest scorer of any ex-Manchester United player playing against Manchester United. Um, Brighton won three out of five. United won two out. Of, I've got a sneaky Brighton feeling here. Um, all is obviously not well in the Manchester United camp. We've seen the comments about um, Jesse Lingard and his leaving this week. Have you guys seen that? Uh, no, he's he's leaving. Yeah, have you seen this? Mm, no, but I assume it is it somewhere like West Ham. Well, he didn't come on in the Monday night game against. Uh, Chelsea, they brought on Edinson Cavani instead. Um, and uh, but Jesse... was that like, is it like a farewell thing, Cavani? Well, it was well, kind of. I mean, they the... played one matter, right? Because, like, it was his last game for them, surely. Yeah, and I guess it would be Cavani's as well. Uh, but um, Jesse Lingard's brother went on Instagram afterwards to say, you know, he's been at this club for 20 years and he had the opportunity to be given a nice little farewell in front of the fans and he wasn't given it. That's pretty crap. Um, Randnick has replied today saying that Jesse Lingard asked not to play in that game um, for family reasons. So all I is not all there. I've got much sympathy with him because he had his chance to leave. He could have stayed at West Ham. Yeah. Where he did really well and decided to go back to Manchester United, even though I'm pretty sure he knew he wasn't going to get a chance. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Okay. Jared, do you feel a sympathy for him? Uh, yeah. Well, no, actually, did he try to leave? I think he did in January. He wanted to go to Newcastle in January, didn't he? Yeah, I'm not sure whether they let him go. I think that was more the problem. Yeah, mind you, if he wanted to join Newcastle as well, yeah, that's another reason not to like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Liverpool, have you two given me your opinions on that one? Sorry, Brighton United. I think Brighton will win. Yeah. 
Jared? I'm going to call you Jesse uh, then, Jared. I, I couldn't. I could see United getting a win. I just Brighton in a bit. Meh. You think? A bit too inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I, you, you don't know what's going to happen. But, Both teams are a bit inconsistent. So. A Brighton. <laughs> a Brighton like a box of chocolates. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool. Chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> God, you're a joy killer, aren't you? <laughs> hey children, I think you'll find there's no tooth fairy. It's not the tooth fairy that puts that money under your pillow. That's right. It's Peter Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you tell them the truth, don't you? Yeah. There's only one fat man that brings you presents and his name's not Santa. why <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having children. <laughs> well that and the fact you're guaranteed a solid eight hours sleep a night. And that I cherish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Liverpool versus Spurs. Caught to wait on BT Sport. Or even Leonardson, Derby. Um Leonardson. Do you remember him? <laughs> no, but that is that a is that someone you've made up? <laughs> or even Leonardson. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a Norwegian player. Played at Wimbledon, then we bought him and sold him to Spurs. I refuse to believe that Oyvind is someone's name. Oyvind. Oh, God, what was the name this week? Um, oh, there was a, a Swedish player, and his name was um, Magnus Swedbelt, and he was Swede. <laughs> Magnus Swedbelt. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> uh, okay, so Liverpool, their last 27 versus Spurs in the Coliseum. They've won 18, drawn 8 and lost 1. That was in 2011. Um, this is the second highest scoring fixture in Premier League history. 170 goals in 59 games. And uh, more penalties have been awarded in this fixture than any other. 23 of them. Liverpool have won 4 out of 5. Uh, Spurs won 3 out of 5. I guess all those penalties have been awarded because of um, Harry Kane, Emma. <laughs> because of Harry Kane. Not Mo Salah. <laughs> yes, he never cheats. He's an angel. We all know that. Exactly. How do you think this one's going to go? Uh, did you? Where did you say it was? Uh, <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> Very good. Uh, then Liverpool are going to win. You think? I really, I would love Spurs to cause an upset here. Why would you? Because that means... Because it's funny, and I want Spurs to win for Jesse. She's not here. She I doesn't, still love her. She doesn't care enough about you to be here. I still love her. <laughs> um... <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Barcelona and Manchester United scouts headed to Sweden to watch Hammerby talent Willy Ott Swedberg. <laughs> Sign him up. Swedberg, Swedberg. Oh, yeah, he could join you, couldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Sign him up. I'll buy his shirt. I reckon he's got to be the most Aryan-looking man ever. Oh, one can miss you, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I know you want them to win for the shits and giggles, but you think they will? No, I think Liverpool will win. <laughs> Good. Uh, God, I nearly called you Harry. Jared, what do you reckon? <laughs> Liverpool win, but for shits and giggles as well, I would like Tottenham. What? See, Jared knows. He's an agent of chaos. I, I didn't... Are you an agent of chaos? Um, no, it'd just be funny, wouldn't it? 
No. <laughs> it really would not be funny. I'll bring you on. You've got enough. You might get enough trophies if you can just. Yeah, just the Carabao. Don't be greedy. <laughs> yeah, EFL Cup, yeah. All right, that's your sister on this podcast next week. Um, right. Uh, <laughs> Sunday, Arsenal versus Leeds, two o'clock on Sky, the George Graham derby. Arsenal won their last three, and uh, Mikel Arteta signed a new contract this week. Um, Leeds have won two, drawn two, lost one, which was uh, Manchester City, 4 0. Um, Leeds got clean sheets in their last two uh, away, um, and Arsenal, they got zero clean sheets in six. Now, Leeds, all of a sudden, after that win last week, um, sorry, that loss to Manchester City, and that win by Everton against Chelsea. Leeds are back in it. So Everton are in 18th place in the last relegation zone on 32 points. They played a game less than Leeds, or a game fewer, if you posh, than Leeds. Um, they're on 34 or points. <laughs> they're on 34 points and have played a game more. So um, Leeds have been on this pretty deep run lately. All of a sudden, with one loss, they're straight back in it, aren't they? Uh, do you want their last four fixtures? Oh, is this like when I said <laughs> Arsenal are going to get the fourth spot and I went too hard on it? Go on. Well, let me read you. Okay, I'll read you their last four fixtures and then I'll do Everton's because I know we've done this before, but uh, they're counting down. So they've got this game against Arsenal uh, away and then they're home to Chelsea, uh, home to Brighton, and then away at Brentford on the last game of the season. Everton, for their fixtures. They are uh, home to Leicester, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, then they are away at Watford, home to Brentford, home to Palace, and they finish away at Arsenal. I mean, that could be quite a big game. If Arsenal is still in the hunt for Champions League and um, Everton are still in the hunt for staying up, that, that could be a huge game final game this season, couldn't it? Well, arguably, Everton's games are more winnable. Uh, they are, but they both play Palace and Brentford, don't they? Yeah, who they're you know they they're not playing for anything. They're not getting relegated. They're not getting European football. They're just there. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Do any of us know? <laughs> you know what we don't. <laughs> uh, Jared, what do you reckon? Um, I, I reckon. For the table, I think that Leeds will, will actually get relegated. Okay. I don't think I don't think they'll survive. And for this game, I think Arsenal will win it. Okay. Uh, Leicester versus Everton, two o'clock in the uh, Duncan Ferguson strangling Stefan Freund derby. Um, I went. To this was a, <laughs> <laughs> a derby. <laughs> this was probably. <laughs> This is probably the most incident packed game I've ever been to. Someone died outside ground. Uh, what? Yeah, some, it was a really windy day. And, well, no, someone. Um, it was a really windy day, and someone's shed roof blew off and hit an Everton fan on their way to the ground. Um, oh, imagine your luck. I, I suppose you don't get to see Everton that day. You, <laughs> you didn't have to go and see them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I saw them working on this poor guy as they were on the way to the ground. Um, and then it was... Um, Duncan Ferguson was captain, so he's supposed to be setting up to a young Wayne Rooney in this game. And he got booked after about 20 minutes. Uh, and then after about another... It was only about five minutes after that, because it was still in the first half. He knocked... 
he got fouled. He got called on a foul for Stefan Freund, and it was his second yellow card. So the referee says second yellow card, and then he walks over to poor Stefan Freund and throttles him. And then as he walks off the pitch, we're all waving at him, and he gives us the uh, he gives us the two fingers as we're walking off, and we all cheer him and everything. <laughs> and then Wayne Rooney scored. Wayne Rooney was absolutely magnificent that day. He played sort of seventy odd minutes, sixty odd minutes um, as a lone striker and scored a goal. He was fabulous. But it was a great game, and the person died. It, had, it literally had it all. Had it all. <laughs> Death, throttling, Wayne Rooney. <laughs> These are the things that you want, right? <laughs> well, I also saw the game where um, my first ever live game I saw was the one where uh, uh, Gary Crosby headed the ball out the goalkeeper's hand and scored. You must have seen that on YouTube. Has anyone seen that on YouTube? Have I sent it to you? Nineteen ninety, third of March. Goalkeeper catches the ball, Andy Dibble for Manchester City, and he's got it in one hand looking to who to kick the ball to, and he's not noticed that the um Gary Crosby, the Nottingham Forest attacker, um sort of ran behind the goal as he sort of went to get his header and missed. And as he ran back onto the pitch, notices the ball is only in one hand of the goalkeeper, heads out his hand, runs along and scores. Oh, I have seen that, I have seen that, yeah. That was fabulous. That's you... why. <laughs> I was when did you say it was in 1990? 3rd of March. 3rd of March, Jared! I was, what I was a day. two years old. Were you? That's Jared's birthday. He would have been minus 13. Well, not, not, the, not the actual day. Almost three. <laughs> almost three? Yeah. You were almost three. I was 12. Jared was still swimming around inside his dad for another 13 years. <laughs> yeah, even a twinkle in his dad's eye. No. He hadn't even created yet. <laughs> Sat there his mum waiting his turn. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> uh, anyway, did um, either of you before Jared's dad gives me a thump next time he's down, um, did either of you give me a prediction for this game? Lester Everton. I can't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> That is how it works, isn't it? <laughs> all, the, all the eggs line up in their, wait, in their turn. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I need Jesse to give you like a, a PowerPoint. <laughs> uh, okay, Leicester versus Everton. Who do we think? Leicester. Yeah. Jared? Yeah, Leicester. They've got nothing else to play for now. I really don't think they'll have some sort of hangover from last night. No, I think... They'll just sort of use it to fuel them. Oh, okay. I think you're really overestimating this Leicester team, but let's go with it. (laughs) Uh, I just know how bad Everton are. Yeah, and they're really bad away, actually, thinking about it. So, yeah, I think you you might well be right. Um, What else have we got? We've got Norwich versus West Ham, 2 o'clock in the um, Dean Ashton derby. Norwich have lost their last three. West Ham have lost three out of four. Of course, they lost as well in the Europa League. Uh, Norwich looking in for their 100th Premier League win uh, for a team that's just been relegated <laughs> um, do you know what I hope they do it fuck it Norwich <laughs> this is the 47th time Norwich have been relegated before the final game of the season no that's not right sure that seems like a lot hang on let me just sit amongst yourselves I need to bring that up that really doesn't sound right <laughs> Being relegated 47 times sounds quite a lot. All right, where are we? Da, 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 da. Norwich West Ham. I mean, if you just said it was 47 times from the Premier League. Oh, fourth. <laughs> fourth. That's fourth. Sorry. <laughs> you get 47 
Because my T looks like a seven. <laughs> Norwich. <laughs> Norwich haven't been. <laughs> Norwich haven't been relegated from the Premier League four to seven times. <laughs> That'd be awful. There. A lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Those parachute payments. Um, <laughs> this is the fourth time Norwich have been relegated before the final game of the season. The previous three times they haven't won after being relegated. Silence at that statistic. Good for them. Good for them. Good. Yeah. Are they going to get that 100th win? Fuck it. Norwich win. <laughs> Jared? I wonder if it's a you know at a time in the morning when Dean Smith gets out of the shower and sort of wraps a towel around himself and looks in the mirror to brush his teeth. He wonders what on earth has he done by taking the Norwich manager's job on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but he knows he's going to get promotion next season. Well, yeah, but I mean, he's stock. He knows he's probably going to win the league, <laughs> like record points. <laughs> his start was quite high even after he left Villa people thought you know, he'd done a good job and maybe unfairly sacked and then he's taken this job and I don't know I think he's um, taken a bit of a reputational hit yeah he, he obviously just doesn't like not being a manager or he just he, he just thought well it's, it's money isn't it it seems <laughs> well, I mean unless he was on minimum wage at Aston Villa I mean, the other thing as well, it's a hell of a community in Norwich. It's not like Norwich is near Birmingham. Maybe he's, tr maybe he's trying Norwich. to get a statue. You don't know where Norwich is? Go on, where do you think Norwich might be? It's in East Anglia. Somewhere in the south? Well, it's right in the east. About as east as you can get in this country. Before you get to the North oh. Sea. It's not really near a lot of places. It's, <laughs> it's quite remote. <laughs> <laughs> um, years and years ago Jamie Clarkson wrote about the time he went to Norwich and uh, went to a petrol station to fill up with petrol walked into the um, forecourt or walked into the counter and gave the guy behind the counter uh, to pay gave him a credit card and the guy behind the counter went oh thank you thought it was me put it in his till <laughs> now, now this is Jamie Clarkson run about and he could have been taking the piss <laughs> I do as well. Uh, okay, finally, Manchester City versus Newcastle. Half past four on Sky, the Antoine Subieski derby. Um, both are four out of five. Uh, though Newcastle have lost their last 12 at the Etihad. Um, but Newcastle have got the second most Premier League points in 2022 behind Liverpool and uh, Manchester City. So um, do we think City are going to slip up here with an informed Newcastle and the way they went out in the Champions League? Yeah, do you do you think this is the upset that Liverpool need? Could be. I'm very much on the Newcastle train for one day only. Actually, not, <laughs> not even the day, the hour and three quarters, really. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very certain like, between, like, 4pm and yeah, 6pm on Sunday. It's only a couple of stops. Um, last four games for Manchester City, then. Uh, yes or no, will they win these? So, home to Newcastle. Yes. Jared? Yes. Okay. Uh, away to Wolves. Yes. Yes. Uh, away to West Ham. Yes. Yes. And then home to Aston Villa. Yes. Yeah. Oh, great one. 
brilliant. Thanks for the support, guys. Uh, <laughs> Liverpool's last four. I suppose it's, it's academic, really, because you don't think City are going to... It doesn't really matter. Liverpool can win all So what have they got? Liverpool have got Spurs at home. We discussed that, didn't we? So then Liverpool are away to Aston Villa. Steven Gerrard could have a very big say in where the championship ends up this season, couldn't he? He won't. But <laughs> he won't. <laughs> he won't. Uh, Slip over. <laughs> weirdly, then Liverpool have got the FA Cup final. Um, and then... Really? Yeah, we're still two games of the season left. Um, so... You, you, you criticised Spain for playing the Copa del Rey final in the middle of the season because you play your game your <laughs> over. I can see why they've done this though thinking about it because um, I'll tell you at the end so <laughs> okay I'll tell you in a second it'll make sense in a second after the um, FA Cup final they're away at Southampton which they'll win yeah okay then the 22nd of May they are at home to Wolves which is the final game of the season They'll also win that. Okay. It's only six days after that. It's the um, Champions League final. So, yeah, I think... And then the season ends. So, I think they'll probably snook for somewhere to put the uh, FA Cup final. Because everything has to be that... Well, considering the Qatar World Cup, everything has to be that bit early this year, doesn't it? Stupid Qatar ruining it for everybody. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, so you both think Manchester City and Newcastle are going to win then? That's right, Manchester City are going to beat Newcastle. I don't think they're both going to win. <laughs> um, yeah, you think that you think uh, City are going to win? Uh, I would be hugely surprised if they did. And happy? No. <laughs> so you want the oil money with a despotic human rights regime to, to win, is that what you're saying? Rather than the team yeah. sponsored by the yeah. one who uh, washed the Shush! Shush! No, that's not important. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and yes, unfortunately, listeners, that will be the final time you'll ever hear Emma Gabriel Garcia on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so uh, that brings us to a new roundup. Any other business, anybody? You've, you've, you've stuck your shovel in the ground regards to any other business. Apparently. <laughs> Jared, anything? No, nothing. Uh, oh, um, is it final championship fixtures this weekend? Uh, I think so. That commentary haven't got much to... I don't think there's much to play for. Maybe just a final playoff spot. I think there's one playoff spot, isn't there? Uh, who's yeah. Coventry then? Uh, we got Stoke away, so it's not not the nicest. Jesus, <laughs> what an end to the season! <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to play for, both of us. No, and you won't even get to see both Stoke. No. Oh, um, you were not a... still there, is he? And he went to Japan. I think he is, isn't he? Jared, you were a ball boy for Coventry, weren't you? And you stood next to Jordan Shakiri, who you said was tiny. Yeah, but you know. He is he's, he's pretty wide in, in terms of muscle. So would you have seen a real-life Bojan Kurcic as well? Potentially. I mean, he wasn't the biggest name. <gasps> I mean, there was also Peter Crouch. Yeah, it's disrespectful. Oh, Jared. <laughs> it's just disrespectful, <laughs> yeah. quite frankly. 
There are two Bojan Ultras on this podcast. Should we end it there? <laughs> I think we've all upset each other equally in this final two minutes. <laughs> okay, so we are Man of the Post, part of the Man of the Post Network. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Man of the Post. You can find us on Facebook too if you want to give us a like there. Uh, Ali and Dave and Simon will be back on um, Sunday or Monday to review the games that we'd be reviewing here. Uh, if you like what you hear, you can rate and review us on your podcast um, app of choice. You can download us from your podcast app of choice. So uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Acast or Apple Podcasts. Any five-star reviews are gratefully received. You can follow, subscribe and all your future episodes will fall automatically into your inbox. Um, if they want to follow you on social media, guys, how do they do that, Emma? They don't. Jared, how do they follow you? Uh, at Gazenda S-A. So G-U-Z-E-N-D-A. Essay. Oh, you've got something to plug, haven't you? Uh, not not officially. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Should we mention? Should we mention it? Next? <laughs> should... we'll, no, we'll, we'll plug it. Coventry City Stoke. Um, weekend. Go watch it. Yeah, that's what we're plugging, are we? <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll plug. <laughs> plugging a championship match. <laughs> Will we have something to plug next week? Do you think? Will it be more suitable um... plugging it then? Hopefully, I'll find out. All right, we'll do that then. Okay, uh, listeners, thank you ever so much, and always want to keep your man on the post.